this mic on? Is this camera on me right now? Y'all killing me with this. <laughs> Yo, if y'all don't know that meme sound, bro, get in tune, like tap in. But welcome back to another episode of Think Out Loud. And today's episode is going to resonate with me and probably you so much. Like, I made a list of episode ideas that I could really, like, get personal with. Because I feel like my episodes recently just been, like, keeping up with me. No one cares. We want to talk about the nitty-gritty get-down and the crevice stuff. Like, nobody cares about you want to say that. Like, no, no one cares. So, before we get started, let me start off with the highs and lows of this week's highs. <sighs> Man, my highs. The sun was shining. That's always a high. Um, And this one, it was shining every day this week, so... And that's one of my highs. My low, I don't really have a low. Now that I'm like reflecting on the week, I don't really have a low. So that's really good. But <clears throat> today, man, we are talking about managing emotions and emotional intelligence. And this is such a juicy topic because this is something that I am currently struggling with. I've been struggling with this since middle school. Like, it's always been a problem. But it's becoming less of a problem compared to, like, when I was younger. But, like, it's always been there. Something that I always notice that I need to work on. So, let's just jump into it. So, what is emotional intelligence, you ask? To me, this I don't think there's no dictionary um, explanation. But... This is like my concept of emotional intelligence, my concept of managing emotions. So emotional intelligence to me is just being aware of your emotions and how you feel when like certain stuff is said to you, certain stuff is done to you, and just being aware of your reactions so you can avoid overreacting or are you giving off the right reactions during the time, heat of the moment. So I just think overall just being knowledgeable of you. And just self-awareness in general. So that's my idea, my little spiel of emotional intelligence. But then again, everyone can have their own definition. Like, it's all the same potato, different potatoes. Like, we, we all the same. But to just jump right in it, this episode, I really wanted to put this out this week. Because this week was a very draining week um it's just like i came to realization that everything's not that serious like nothing's that serious to get me out of character and make me have a bad day and with me personally one like one little thing could ruin my whole week and that week can push into a month so I dwell on little things a lot, and I tend to, like, drag it into, like, new weeks and new days, which is really something that I'm trying to work on, but it's, like, everything's a work in progress. It's easier said than done, so I'm really trying to get in tune with that, but before I go, like, in depth, depth, just to, like, talk about, like, my, I guess, emotional history, I've like recently like tuned in for real and like 2020 when I was in the house so like quarantine stuff like that because I was watching influencers who also were trying to like get in tune with their emotional intelligence and managing their emotions so like influencers like 
Leah Lee, Emma Chamberlain, BJ from Bruv. Like, those were a lot of people that I was watching uh, from 2020 until this day. And watching them grow, like, their key concepts really influence some of my key concepts. And to think that we're all human and experiencing, like, the same, I guess, stories is, like, it's so interesting to me. I feel like we like the same people, but, like, different copies with, like, different stuff, you know? So, I feel, like, we just all connected, but that's a different... um topic to discuss that was my chair by the way <laughs> but um yeah like that that was like really my first like awareness like yo like this is how I feel this is why I feel this way okay we need to manage this so that was a little background but like even like growing up like I always was a tick tick boom person like I won't like in my childhood, okay, let's talk about childhood. When stuff was said to me, because y'all know, like, childhood, like, people, like, say crazy stuff. Like, children are rude. Like, I wasn't rude. I was chill. I was a chill child. But, like, some children is just, like, really rude and nasty. So, like, when stuff was, like, said to me, oh, he took my toy. Like, oh, he lying on my name. Like, I was really, like, a tick, tick, boom person. Like, no, this and that. Like, yelling, talking fast. Like, nah, you got me effed up. Like, yo, I was a tick, tick, boom kid. And I know I was. And even, like, when in inconveniences, like, happen, like, outside of, like, the childhood uh, setting, like, with adults or, like, with school, I wasn't tick, tick, boom with that, but I was tick, tick, cry. Like, <laughs> I would be crying, like, all the time. I'm like, yo, they call me back, yo, they... They didn't do this. Like, it was just, like, little stuff would just make me so emotional, yo. And I feel like I'm still like that to this day. Like, I be crying over stuff. And people talk about, yo, like, real people don't cry. Like, bro, what? I, I be crying OD. And, like, also, that's, like, I don't know. Maybe that's seasonal depression. <laughs> yo, that's another episode I should talk about seasonal depression. Because, man, it's real. Like, I be crying and stuff like that. I be getting mad. I be getting FOMO. And FOMO is, like, fear of missing out. So, I was like, yo, like, are these reactions, like, valid? Am I am I okay? Like, is this, like, a regular human reaction or am I dragging it? Like, and that's the thing, too. I be trying to invalidate my emotions sometimes because it's like, yo, am I overreacting? Is this a part of, quote-unquote, emotional intelligence? Or am I, like, doing too much? Like, or are these valid? Like, that's, that's such a hard balance being to balance and it's such a hard concept to grasp because you can feel like what you're doing is okay but it can be unhealthy to you or the other person or the other situation that you're in so like that overall it's just it's by situation honestly like knowing if your reactions is crazy is by situation but having a bad day is like I think that could really make you learn from yourself so much. Like it's really a teaching moment having a bad day, to be honest. Cause I had like three bad days in a row, yo. And like <laughs> yo, it would like literally add up. Like I kid you not, it would add up and it would like overall be like hundred percent bad. Like I know this day's bad. Cause like five things that were bad happened to me. So like I missed a train. That's level one bad. Level two, I feel the test bad. Like, level three, like, 
my foot is about to fall off bad. Like, those are just examples. But, like, yo, like, having a bad day could really, like, do it to you, yo. And not every day is going to be a good day. I feel like if you don't have bad days, then then something... I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I don't know. I just feel like that sounds insane to me. Like, you have great days every day. But then again, it may not be insane because it could be the perspective that you look at your day from. And that's the thing, too, yo. Let's really talk about it. If you look at the bad things that happen to you more so than the good things, your whole day is going to be perceived as bad, right? But then if you look at the good things, then your whole day could be repeated. Whoa. Your whole day could be perceived as mediocre, right? Or good. More so, it depends on what good things happen to you. So I feel like when I have a bad day, I'm saying that during the moment that it's happening. But when I come home and like reflect on what I did today, what I got done, it's like, okay, yo, this was a chill, calm day. Because once I miss the train and I'm late, yo, it's a bad day. I want to go home. Like, everyone getting me tight. Like, why this person so loud on the platform? Like, yo, why this man stink? Like, I be having the worst days within the moment. So that's the thing, too. The way you look at your day, how you analyze your day. And it could be, like, how you analyze your week, how you analyze, like, your attitude. Like, everything is just... You just need to analyze it. Just got to analyze it. But, like, having a bad day, it really connects to controlling your reactions. Because how do you react to the bad day? Me? Oh, my attitude is on a hundred. Like, don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Don't be near me. I don't want to hear your voice. I don't want to smell you. Like, don't even look me in my eyes. Because, like, when you're having a bad day, you just be in a funky mood where you don't want to tolerate nothing else but yourself. So, that's a really... that's That's a big red flag. But... Like, learning how to control your reactions is such a hard thing to do, bruh. And that's when I said, like, how do you know if your reactions is valid or invalid? And I'm, me personally, like, I'm learning on how to do it much better. But I still have those moments where I'm tick, tick, boom. But it's like, okay, I can get over it quite faster. I'm, re- I'm more resilient now. So, like, resilience is, like, being able to recover quickly um, and things like that. But, like, I'm more resilient than I was before. So, like, when I'm having, like, a tick-tick-boom meltdown, like, I just let it go after a while. So, like, for example, recently, somebody yelled at me on the phone. And I'm like, yo, when you calm down, then we could talk. I'm not about to talk to you and you yelling at me and disrespecting me on the phone. I'm not doing that. This, this is 2022, November 10th, Kennedy. 2021, no, not, not even 2021, when was I in high school? Like, 2020, no, 2019, Kennedy, you yelling at me on the phone? Yeah, I'm about to violate you in your whole life. <laughs> now you're going to be tight the whole day. Like, I was always a comeback, quick to violate person, because now I need you to shut up. So I'm going to say the most disrespectful thing that's going to make you shut up or make you hurt. And that is actually a disgusting characteristic to have. Like, literally... I would say the most nastiest stuff when someone will come at me nasty. And it's like, two nasties don't make a clean. Like, how how am I going to feed into the fire if I'm trying to dismantle the fire? So, like I said, 2022, Kennedy, November 10th, I don't feed into the fire no more. You're talking to me a way I don't like. I'm either hanging up or I'll tell you, like, yo, you got to chill out. When you, when you're talking to me, talk to me when you calm down. So I'm not going to let you get that reaction out of me. 
you say stuff or you do stuff that I don't like and you, you keep doing it to try to provoke me, you're not going to get a reaction out of me. Because now I know what you're doing and you're not going to do it if you don't get a reaction anymore. Like, it's just you're going to stop doing it. So, like, being able to just have that control, I promise you, it's like, it's power. Having just emotional intelligence overall is power because everything in life literally involves your emotions. Like, everything you do, bro. Everything you do involves your emotions. So, this is such a big concept of just being a successful human and being, like, a human with good mental health. Like, this is just... This is, like, top-tier power move. Like, top-tier, yo, I really got it like that. No one's touching me with this. So, like, once you control, you you got it. You got it, boss. Like, you got that. And, like, when people, like, argue or try to, like, validate being toxic, it's like, ugh. What is wrong with you? Why are you trying to make this sound normal and cool? And I feel like that, too. If people are making your emotions unstable 25-7, they got to go. They got to go. Because I feel like in order to have a happy lifestyle, when your emotions are balanced to an extent, you're just overall happier. And it's like, not being unbothered, but just like having stability. And like I said, you're not going to have a good day every day. But if you could just maintain that that healthy stability life would be so much easier so then why are you keeping around the people that makes it unstable 25 7 why why are they around why are you draining yourself like and sometimes situations like that like you can't cut them off because they may be your mom they may be your pops and you living with them you're underage like sometimes some predicaments you can't cut off the person that is making you emotionally unstable but what about the situation it's like me I just changed my major from bio to human bio. I think that this was a move that I know was going to make me happy. And I just feel it in my bones. Like, if you could just change your your environment to keep you from being emotionally unstable, then change it. And bio was making me emotionally unstable. I kid you not, y'all. I should not have been crying over a chemistry assignment. And I feel like I mention this class every episode. Like, why why is stuff making me feel lost and confused emotionally? Like, I don't know what I want to do with myself. Like, why? I don't think I don't think certain things should unlock those emotions. I don't think certain things should at all. Like, some things should unlock it, but school should not unlock that, that many emotions. You go in there to get education. That's business. That's not personal. Respectfully, that's not personal. That's business right there. So I don't think business should unlock it. So if you at a job place and you unhappy, that's the worst thing you can do. You just gotta try to try your best to put yourself in a situation or an environment or surround yourself with people who you know is gonna make you emotionally stable and able to manage your emotions. But to spill off to this, yo, this is just like a, a thought, bro. I had. Not knowing how to say how to say no, like I feel like people who can't say no, we need to be put in a freaking research study, bro. A research study group. Cause why can't we say no? Why can't I say no? Like even today, like I was asked a question and I said I guess instead of straight up saying no, like 
And it's so annoying because I can literally avoid being so uncomfortable with myself if I just say no. But then when I did say no, I was uncomfortable as well. So it's like, yo, if I say yes or no, I'm still going to be uncomfortable. What is wrong with me? Like, (laughs) is this normal? But matter of fact, no. I think it is normal. Because, yo, when I was in college... I would be seeing people like me. I mean, this never happened to me because respectfully, like, now now you're doing too much. Like, now you're pushing your limit. Now you got to go. You're going to be stranded in a band-aid. I know that sounds like, hey, left me stranded, a band-aid. Yeah, bro, now you're about to be stranded in a band-aid. But, yo, in college, like, when I used to go to, like, parties and stuff, kids would, like, literally get, like, finesse, bro. Kids would get finesse. I don't, I don't know how to say no to the point where I would get finesse. I used to get finesse, but now, nah, you're not finessing me. The best you can get out of me is, matter of fact, no, you can't get nothing out of me. I'm, you're not finessing me. But back to the story. Like, kids in college, yo, they were literally, bro, they would be lying, be like, yo, like, when you when it's time to leave the party, yo, my phone broke, yo, Uber got me blocked, yo, I don't got a lift, like, yo, my card got stolen, like, all these excuses, right? And they would pick out their victims, to get them a ride home and the victims will be like yeah sure yeah i got you yeah and it'll be the same victims every party i'm like yo like do they not see that they're getting finesse because they can't say no but me like i when i used to get finesse i wasn't like finesse like in the in the face i was more so finesse behind my back i'm trying to think of an instance where i was finesse where i was finessed uh, nah, I really can't think of an uh, instance where I was finessed behind my back. But I know I had a few. But, yo, when I, I couldn't say no. I would be at places I didn't want to be. Like, I would be talking to people I didn't want to talk to. I would be doing stuff I didn't want to do. Oh, because I don't know how to say no. And I feel like it's easier said than done. Because when me, like, saying no is, like, it really, like, it really taps in with my emotions because I'll be feeling weird if I say yes and I'll be feeling like I should have said no but then when I say no it's like oh why did I say no that sounds mean I really think there has to be a study done for that bro it has to be a study done for that a psychological study because why can't I say no that is so annoying bro that is so freaking annoying one day, I'll learn how to say no, but now, bruh, I'd rather lie than say no. Like, I will literally make up the craziest lie, and that's the thing, too. I know that I got so many good lies under my sleeve. Like, it's hard not to believe it. Like, my lies be sounding so real. Like, it's crazy to me that I'd rather lie than say no. So, if you sense that I'm lying... Just take that as a no. But if you can't sense that I'm lying, that means that I schooled you and I want to say no, but I can't say no because it impacts my emotions too much. But, yeah, that's that's a shame. I'd rather lie than say no. And I lied to so many people, yo, for links. I flopped in the, instead of me flopping and saying, yo, I'm not coming, I'll make up this lie to do things. Oh, I'm not going to do it no more. I'll make up a lie. And that's bad. That's such a bad trait. But I'm glad that I could identify it. So I feel like if I wasn't able to identify it, um, that would have been bad. That would have been even worse. But the fact that I know it's a bad trait, I think 
it's a learning moment i guess teaching moment so that's that y'all but yo expectations man this is like a spiel too i feel like this is like a lesson a lesson from master kennedy no a lesson from sensei kennedy bro listen to this man it took me matter of fact no i realized this real quick yo setting expectations for people other than yourself gotta be the worst thing you could do it's literally a setup it's a setup bro and you have to realize too you have to stop looking for yourself and other people things i do or the way i act or the way i talk to people or the or who i am i shouldn't be expecting to see that in um other people so like for example um this is just an example like i said when i drive with somebody Someone's driving me around, I always offer to pay for gas. Always. That's just me, though. I never really had people in my car like that. No, did I have people? No, I never really drove with people. But I've seen it, though. People get in someone's car, they don't offer gas. And I'm like, yo. Manners? Like, simple stuff like that. Or, like, I'm trying to think of a more simpler example, maybe. Um, oh, inviting. Yo, I always try to, like, include my friends. Um, especially, like, I don't like mixing my friend groups. But, like, if I do mix it, I make sure to include every person in the conversation. Like, don't, you cannot be on your phone when I'm trying to mix y'all together. Like, that may not mix, but for the moment, it will be a fake mix. But, like... When I have my different peoples combine this together, I always prompt a conversation. But sometimes when I'm with other peoples and I'm one of the people who's combined with randoms, the people, the person who mixed us all don't start the conversation. I'm like, yo, what? Like, you supposed to introduce us? Why, why am I introducing myself? Like, you're supposed to mix us together. I'm always mixing. But that's just another example. So, like, setting expectations, basically, overall, setting expectations for other people it's just, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt you, bro. I used to sit in my room crying, looking mad, goofy, because I thought I would get invited somewhere and I didn't, or I thought someone would text me and they didn't, call me, blah, 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 stuff like that. And I'm like, yo, I have to let it go. I have to let it go. And once you know how to let stuff go, you look, like, you just untouchable. Like I said before, you really untouchable. So, once you don't set expectations for other people, and it's kind of hard, too, because it's like, dang, you really did me like that. Like, yo, you snaked me. But, it, like, at the end of the day, only person you have control over is yourself. You have control over nobody else. So, just because you would do it, I don't mean they would do it. But, yo, that was that was a lot, yo. That was really a lot. But, to wrap up this topic, yo, my mom, she gave me a few suggestions of, like, prompts to leave you guys with. This is not a prompt necessarily related, but it's, I guess, a fun prompt. So, kudos to her. Shout out to her. So, a prompt to leave you guys with. If you guys can make a soundtrack of your life, what would the genre be if there is one genre? And what songs would be on it? So, like, give me, like, ten songs that would be, like, on the soundtrack of your life. I'm not about to give y'all ten songs right now because that sounds crazy. But I'll give y'all three songs. So, 
when it comes to like adding these songs to my soundtrack, like some of the song, like a lot of music I can't resonate to because it's about crime or about love, and those are two things I never experienced. But some I can relate to. So for the sake of relating to some lyrics and overall the vibe of the song, because you know you can relate to vibes. Here is my three songs on my soundtrack of my life. So y'all know if y'all if y'all could guess my intro beat for my podcast, you're a real one. Like you're a star. You're really a star. Cause that beat, I don't think no one points it out where the beat is from yet. I mean I didn't ask y'all to point it out. But someone like a real true fan would be like, oh, that's this beat from this song. But anyways, let me just expose the song, y'all. So this the intro beat is an instrumental from Far by Gunna and Young Thug on his one album. That song is such a great song. Like, literally, the lyrics is like, yo, like, I could really apply this to my life. It's like, one of the lines is like, you know, wait, hold up. I'm one of those people who mumble the lyrics because I don't really know it. So let's actually look it up. The lyric says, (laughs) the lyric says, I know they ain't think we make it far. We done bought a hundred cars. Um, the rest of the next line is crazy. The whole world wouldn't have been ours. They know who we are. Yo. The, I just preach it like I was a preacher. It's like, you need me, me, make it far. Yeah, that's the beat. Y'all know that song, but yo, go, go tap into that song. It's such a great song. Um, My second song, let me scroll through. Let me scroll through. Let's scroll through. It's a song with Gold Link and Steve Lacey. Uh, I forgot the name though, not gonna lie. Let's just search it up real quick. Because I gotta put y'all onto these bops. I don't take that long to type. Oh, it's called Some Girl. Yeah, Some Girl by Gold Link and Steve Lacey. I promise you, that song would just put you in such a positive mood. Like, I love when songs put me in positive moods and, like, make me feel like the main character. Like, I just... I just be feeling like the main character. Another song is by Don Tolliver. Uh, it's called Swinging on the Westermeyer. Westermer? I don't know. That's like an expensive car. But Swinging on the Westermeyer, Westermeyer, whatever it's called. That song's a bop, too. It just makes me feel, like, good. And I feel like if you listen to music that make you feel good, like, your playlist is is one to be afraid of because it got that much power. But, yo, just keep that in mind, y'all. What is the soundtrack of y'all life? Y'all can share with me. Y'all can tell me. Y'all can just think about it. But, yo, that wraps up today's episode. And don't forget, do not forget, emotional intelligence and managing your emotions will make you a better person than you were last year yesterday the day before like and it takes time it's a growing process so until next time ciao